Hello and welcome to Diamond Believer Broadcast. I'm your host, David Adabale. I'm a pastor, mentor, and speaker based in London, England, as well as the author of the inspirational book, Diamond Believer, and the creator of the inspirational online platform, DiamondBeliever.com. Today's recording is an extract from the book, Diamond Believer. We are focusing on chapter 8 today, and the title is Withstanding the Pressures of Life. I want to start today with a very, very personal story. One of the most enriching relationships that I have in my life is with my daughter. Her name is Sophia, Sophia Adabali. As a matter of fact, we co-authored my fourth book together. This is titled Diamond Believer for Teens. We do filming together and we host a Diamond Believer for Teens interactive event. We host it together, which means we spend many time together doing filming, podcasts. We have an amazing, you know, screen presence, stage presence, and people even give us feedback on it. Even when we are not filming, we just kind of like hang out and chill and laugh and, you know, we have fun together. However, our relationship did not start that way. Why? Because I was always forcing and stressing on her. I'm like, read your book, clean your room, tidy the house, take care of your young ones, read the Bible, and so much more. In addition to that, we are so different. I am very, very logical, structured, and focused. She's rather creative, free spirit, and go with the flow. I just didn't think we had enough, we have something in common, and so she does get on my nerves very often. So many times I just try and avoid her really because we almost clash whenever we come together. Now, the other thing as well is that I didn't think she was preparing well enough for her exam, her 11 plus exam. This is an exam that we do in the United Kingdom when a child is in primary school to enable them to go to what we call a grammar school. Grammar schools are regarded to be of a higher quality than just a normal state school and therefore every parent will want their child to go to grammar school. So I wanted her to go to grammar school and therefore I wanted her to study hard for it. But remember, she's rather creative, she's a bit more relaxed, she's a bit more free spirit and I'm really dogged and she just wasn't meeting my expectation until I came across the scripture, Psalm 139 verses 14 to 16. And that was when I discovered that God has already planned the life of this wonderful girl. I should stop fussing about it. I should just trust in God, guide her as God enables me for much more and most importantly, I should rest and no stress. Wow. Guess what? She didn't go to the grammar school and I really think that she didn't pull her weight as much as she could because she, her results came in borderline. Myself and her mom had to go to the uh, school and we appealed and we, you know, put our case forward that she would do well in school, etc. She was not accepted in that school. So she had to go to a, what you would refer to as a normal state school. I was devastated. But remember, I came across that scripture and I decided that I will rest and not stress. Fast forward six years later, coming to the end of our secondary school education, this girl had grown, her relationship with God had become very, very immense because she had relational challenges in the school she went to and this pushed her towards God. As a result, she even read the book Diamond Believer. She became wiser, better, stronger. When she finished her secondary education, she finished so well that eventually she went to a grammar school for her A-levels. But much more, I have a girl that is hungry for God, focused in life, much more matured and now I knew that there was no point in me fussing over this girl. All I needed to do was to rest and not stress. Question, which of the experiences do you think was better for me? 
me forcing over her and pushing her to the school I wanted her to go, most likely I'll probably be forcing over her and stressing over her all throughout her six years. Or me just putting her in God's hands and just follow the leading of God and choose to rest over the life of my daughter and not stress. Which one do you think was better? Definitely, the latter was better and I just thank God for the wisdom and that is why I'm encouraging you today. Whatever it is you might be going through, decide in your heart that you will rest and not stress. Ladies and gentlemen, I have discovered that the pressures of life are inevitable but stress is optional. So what is the difference between stress and pressure? Pressure is what happens on the outside due to external factors. For example, people's expectations of you or the reality of your situation based on the fact that your five senses are perceiving. However, stress is an internal conflict as a result of the gap between what your five senses are presenting to you and what your inner conviction is as in what you expect your reality to be. Also, stress is a decision. I'm reminded of the saying that indecision is also a decision. You are just letting someone else make the decision for you. And so, as we go into the broadcast today, I want to encourage you and tell yourself that you will rest and not stress. Can you say that with me one more time? Say, I will rest and not stress. I'll see you after the break, so don't go away. From the Copper Belt's capital, Ndola, the sun rises over the horizon of Zambia's capital, Lusaka. A new strong wave of radio capturing your listening pleasure. Sun FM is now live in Lusaka and surrounding areas on 95.3 FM. Welcome back. You are listening to Diamond Believer Broadcast with me, David Adabali. And our discussion today is titled, I will rest and not stress. Can I ask you a question? Why does a boat sink? Does the boat sink because the boat is in water or does the boat sink because water gets into the boat? Of course, you got it right. The boat sinks because water gets into the boat. So friend, whatever pressures of life you are facing or whatever the storms of life your boat may be experiencing, Tell yourself that in the name of Jesus, I will rest and not stress. And that is the title of our discussion today. I will rest and not stress. Why am I sharing this broadcast with you today? One reason is for you to be able to fortify yourself and to choose and decide in your heart that you will rest in God. Find strength in God and choose that you will rest and not stress. And also, by the end of this program, I am going to be praying for you to deal with whatever it is that might be causing you stress in your life. The Bible says there is a rest for the people of God and this is your portion. And I want you not to force over things, but just choose to live the life that Jesus has called us to live. Let us see how the Bible says it in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 to 34. I'm reading from the message translation of the Bible and it says, if you decide to live for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't force about what's on the table at meal times or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach, more to the outer appearance than the clothes that hangs on your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, careless in the care of God, and you count far more to Him than birds. Has anyone by forcing in front of the mirror ever grown taller by so much as an inch? All this time and money wasted on fashion, do you think it makes that much difference? Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the field and look at the wild flowers. They never primp or shop, 
but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 best dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen, don't you think he will attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works force over these things, but you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard times come when the time comes. Friend, the pressures of life are inevitable but stress is optional and that is the message that we are hearing from our Lord Jesus Christ. So I want you to say with me one more time, say I will rest and not stress. Let us see examples of such stressless mindset in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to read from the book of Mark chapter 4 verses 35 to 41. This same passage, this is when Jesus commanded the sea to be still. This same passage is also in the book of Matthew chapter 8 verses 23 to 27. But I'll read Mark chapter 4 verses 35 to 41 and it says, On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word. What we see here is that Jesus chose not to stress. The Bible says that he was in the boat even though there was a storm. He was in the boat and he was asleep. Jesus was in the boat and that didn't prevent the boat from experiencing the storm. But Jesus refused to be stressed. He rested. The Bible says he was even asleep. However, the disciples were already terrified. How do we know they are terrified? Listen to their language. Master, don't you care? that we perish. Wow! How do you fortify yourself to ensure that you are resting and not stressing? Two things. Number one, firstly remember that resting is a promise given to us by God. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 and verse 8 to 10. Hebrews 4 verse 1. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear less any of us seem to have come short of it. Verse 8, For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remained therefore a rest for the people of God, for he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works, as God did from his. 
This is to tell us that there is a rest that is given to us as the promises of God. The second way to fortify yourself to ensure that you are resting and not stressing is for you to remember that you are primarily a spirit being, you have a soul, and you live in your body. Your spirit is where you have encounters and experiences of God, what I will call your theological experiences. Your soul is where you have a perception of yourself. That is where you experience what I call your psychological experiences. Your body is the bridge between your inner world and the outer world. That is where you encounter your physiological experiences. And it is your body that relates to the outer world in what I call your sociological experience where you interact with other people. Many pressures of life that we face start as external pressure through our five senses, imposing that pressure on your body. And as long as you ensure that the external pressure does not become internal stress, you will be fine. And that's why I'm telling you to always remind yourself that I would rest and not stress. However, there are four actions that you can take that we see from the Bible that if you do them regularly, regardless of the storm of life that you may face, you will realize that you are not stressing or you are resting in God. What are those four actions? I'm going to be talking about those four actions after the break, so don't go away. No one thought it could ever happen here. From the Copper Belt capital, Ndola, the sun rises over the horizon of Zambia's capital, Lusaka. Catch Zambia's number one hit radio on 95.3 in Lusaka, Zambia. Welcome back. You are listening to Diamond Believer Broadcast and our conversation today is titled, I Would Rest and Not Stress. Remember, we talk about the fact that you are a spirit being, you have a soul and you live in your body. And before the break, I said I was going to talk to you about the four actions you need to take to ensure that you are resting and not stressing. What are those four actions? Now, just to give a prelude, whenever you are facing the challenges of life, always start fortifying yourself from your spirit. So the starting point of overcoming any pressure of life is our spirit. This takes me to those four actions that I talked about that enables us to rest and not stress. What's the first action? It is devotion. What is devotion? Devotion is the process by which you communicate with God through the help of the Holy Spirit. It happens by communing with God in your spirit whenever you are praying, worshipping, or reading the Bible. This also includes talking to God, asking Him questions, and waiting for His responses. This is what I call your theological experiences, your encounters with God. What is the benefit of devotion? It strengthens your spirit. How often should you do it? You should do it daily. The second action you need to take is meditation. What is meditation? Meditation is memorizing and contemplating information that you obtain from God during devotion. It is simply dwelling on a dominant thought from the Bible or encounters that you've had with God. Meditation can also be negative if you dwell on the negative thought that originates from your body or from your five senses. And therefore, I encourage you to meditate on the word of the Lord. Feed your soul with information from your spirit that you obtain during your devotion. No wonder God told Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. So you shall make your ways prosperous and you shall have good success. The book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. So the first action is devotion. The second action is meditation. The third action you need to take to ensure that you are resting and not stressing is making decisions. Making decisions. What is that? 
decisions are the instructions that your soul gives your body in terms of what to do. So you prepare your body to act based on the decisions that comes from the word of God. Once information from the spirit is transferred into your soul through your mind, a decision will be made by your will. Your will is the chooser. Once a decision is made by your will, that causes your emotions to respond in releasing the necessary hormones that drives your body into the action. So what's the third thing you need to make godly decisions? And the fourth thing you need to do to ensure that you are resting and not stressing is for you to take action. Take action because our life really does not change until we begin to act on the decisions that we have made. This is how the world knows the process that has taken place on the inside of you. A positive thought from God that you obtain during your time of devotion will enable you to overcome the pressures of life. That is why the Bible says the spirit of a man will sustain him in adversity because that spirit feeds his soul and that soul instructs his body. Friend, you have been called to be a diamond believer and God has engineered you to rest and not stress. God wants you to rest through life and not stress. You are not designed to live by stress. That is why when we go through stress, after a while, our body begins to break down and we begin to experience what God has not ordained for us. So I encourage you, engage your spirit your soul and body effectively and ensure that you are resting and not stressing. I want to pray for you. If there's any issue you are going through in life right now that is causing you to stress, I want to pray for you right now. Father, I pray for my brother, my sister that is listening to me right now who might be going through one form of stress or another. Lord, your word says that there is a rest for the people of God. So I ask that they now begin to experience your rest. Whatever it is that is causing them to stress, I speak against the wind behind the storm. I declare peace be still in the name of Jesus. I declare a great hush in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ, you are the Prince of Peace. I ask, oh God, that you take your place in their life and cause them to experience your peace and continue to rest in you and not stress. For this we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen and amen. Well, I hope you have been blessed by this audio. If yes, let me know. Let me hear about your testimony as well. Even the things we prayed about today. Send me an email. David at DiamondBeliever.com is my email address. Or follow me on social media at David Adabale. D-A-V-I-D-A-D-A-B-A-L-E. I'm on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Better still, visit our website, DiamondBeliever.com, for free podcasts, blogs, videos, and other materials that will really inspire you. Also, you can catch up on this broadcast that you are listening to right now on the same website. This broadcast is an extract from the book titled Diamond Believer, which is available as paperback, audiobook, and ebook. For more details, visit DiamondBeliever.com. Today's broadcast is from Chapter 8 of the book, Withstanding the Pressures of Life. The other good news is that you can download the first chapter of the book, both the audio and the e-book, absolutely free on our website, DiamondBeliever.com. Just select the free chapter under the book menu and you'll be able to get access to it immediately. Remember, God has called you to be a Diamond Believer that is fashioned by God so that you are precious to humanity. So I encourage you to rise up and be all that. God has called you to be. I look forward to connecting with you on the same platform, same time next time. Till then, God bless you.